Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest. The nest. It is Charles Robinette's 60th. 60, 60 birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Do you feel any different? Any older? No, just another day. Pretty grateful that you're here. Yeah, pretty damn grateful I'm still breathing. It's been a crazy year. Yeah, it's been messed up for everybody. And normally we would have made amazing plans like maybe Vegas or Florida. We would have gone somewhere and done something. Instead. Here we are. You're stuck with me. Yeah. In six degrees. Beautiful Michigan weather. With icicles hanging from our house and our driveway all ice. But it is sunny out, so that's a bonus. And you have an Australian shepherd's head in your lap right now. As always. He is always available for pets. Thanks. Thanks so much. (laughs) What a present. What a present. You're welcome. You, You said that you, I got you at a... At a weak at a point, weak moment because we said we would get never any more dogs, never. And I saw his picture and it was love at first sight. Oh, yeah. We'll we just go look. Yep, straight. We were at Target actually, and I had just gone to another store and came back, and she's oh look at this dog. So all right, we'll go look. You we're never up. look at a pet. No, you don't. You get the pet. You get one, yeah, and I've done that with cats, so I can't say anything. Yeah, with most every most pet of our that we've yeah. had. Yeah, and they were all rescues. All our kitties were rescues. Okay. And here he is. And here he is. Lucky us. Falling asleep, standing up with his head in your lap. Like a cow or a horse or whatever they do. Nobody's very comfortable. I don't get it. So, a couple weeks ago, yes. I dragged Chuck yep. to sit in front of the television and watch the Netflix series, um, The Cecil Hotel. Cecil, Cecil, we, Cecil, Cecil. Am I boring you again? Because no, you, just I, you know, it's, it's, it's just me. I'm old. I'm 60. Come on, leave me. I got, I guess. I know nap time is coming Come up. On. I know. So, it was Netflix crime scene, The Vanishing of... I think they call it the Cecil, but I would call it the Cecil, too. Cecil. I mean, you look at that. Cecil D. LaMille or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> Cecil B. DeMille. Something uh, like that. Beanie and Cecil. That was a cartoon show when I was a wee So now, kid. is it pronounced Cecil or Cecil? I don't know. How is... The player of the Detroit Tigers called Cecil Fielder. Yeah, with Cecil. I know. Although people might have called him Cecil, too. I don't know. So I'm not sure because how are we going to say this whole thing? We'll we'll call it the hotel. The hotel. The <laughs> LA Skid Row Hotel. Well, and so several years ago we visited LA. I think we've talked about that a couple yeah. times. And years back. for all of you that live in LA, I apologize. I'm just too Midwest. It's just I I it's not for me. Yeah, me it's either. I've been there twice, and it's not any big thrill for me. So we've actually been by this hotel, mm-hmm. and ugh. Yeah. So kind of the history. So here's, like, the timeline of the history of it. It was built in 1924. It was 
I think it's always been a hotel. Mm-hmm. And like the lobby is beautiful. But then it ends up. Yeah, that. pretty much so. So it is. It's right down the street from Skid Row, which is like, I don't know. It's it's so many blocks of homeless. homeless. Yeah, it's a mess. And those that have mental instabilities. And it's a really, it's, it's kind of scary. It re- reminds me a little bit of watching The Joker. And like yeah, all of the them are the Joker or that yeah, it's, it's Arkham. Pretty, it's pretty weird. So a lot of them will actually stay at the hotel, you know, if they yeah, get some money. It's reasonable, reasonably priced. And and that's documentary, which was what, four hours? Four different episodes, four I think. Four episodes, yeah. And I had people like, I think they were from England and they had come here and they said, oh yeah, beautiful lobby and this and that. But then it ended there. Once we got to the room, it was just awful Horrible. and blah, blah, blah. So... So it's got this lavish marble lobby. It was built with the intention for Hollywood tourists and business travelers. But then right after it was built, the Great Depression happened. Right. And so Skid Row, which actually had originated in the mid-1800s, the hotel was smack dab in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. becoming the central spot for violence and crime and activity. You know, a little bit, a little bit racy activity so in 1931 there was a suicide there first reported death now hotels are normally haunted yeah i'd say because this is a very macabre conversation but a lot of people don't want to kill themselves in their residence no because they're afraid no one will find them or because they don't want their family members to have that memory of it or to have the clean, or have up. To clean up. Mm-hmm. So I would not want to be a hotel manager because no. many of them have many of stories. Yeah, I'm sure. So then in the mid eighties, early nineties, there was an association with the night stalker, Richard Ramirez, who terrorized Los Angeles and stayed on the 14th floor. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being convicted of 13 counts of murder. Now, the murder didn't happen in the hotel. No. But that negative energy. You're right. And he was staying there. So, bad enough. So, yeah. So, you get that. So, there's that. And then, in 2013, Alyssa Lamb right. goes missing. That's the whole point of the documentary. She's a... What was she... 21-year-old from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And she went to explore on her own. Her parents owned a food place, a Chinese food restaurant. And she would talk to them every day and call them and check in. And she was trying to, I guess, pretty much, quote-unquote, find herself, explore. And she had, obviously, she had issues, I guess, too, but... She went off by herself. She went to San Diego first and spent, I think it was like five days there and then worked her way up to L.A. And she ended up at one point or another disappearing. And most people who have never been to L.A. have this amazing thought of what L.A. looks like. Yeah. Hollywood stars are mingling around. They're driving by. Most Hollywood people don't want to be in Hollywood. Right. They, They just don't. 
And so I think she got a rude awakening when she found herself in a room with multiple people. It was like a hostile situation. And she stopped taking her antidepressants and her bipolar medication and went to a bookstore. They think she might have got caught up in Skid Row. Was she drugged? Was she given something? Yeah, the documentary really doesn't give answers to any of it. We don't know. She just disappeared and they had these cameras like in the elevator and blah, blah, blah. You know, where they could find her, see her, but they didn't know what she was doing. And she just kind of like disappeared. Well, she was acting unusual in in the elevator, which stirred a bunch of web sleuths back in right. the day. So everyone had, I, I think they stirred that up again. Yeah, pretty much. Has so. opinions. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories that go along with it. A ton of conspiracy theories. So the first is that she was murdered. Right. Um, And not to bust like what happened, but she went missing for several weeks. Mm -hmm. They ended up finding her on the roof in a water container when people were complaining that their water in the hotel was was tasting bad. Oh, I just, I can't even go there. Like that is for horrible movies in itself. Um. So she was found naked, which led to the suspicion of foul play. Her clothes were on the bottom of the tank inside the water. It was noted that the lid on the water tank was closed. So she would have had to jump in and somehow close the lid. Now they say that the lid was never closed and the lid was never on it. And why nobody noticed that? I don't know. That is where suspicion comes into play with the police. Supposedly, the LAPDs and the detectives, they searched every room, every floor, even the roof. And there's contradicting stories. And there's, what, like 700 rooms or something Something like that. Something crazy. It's a mess. So that was the first, is that uh, the, the amateur detectives online believed that there was too much of a coincidences in a music video entitled Died in Pain that referenced a woman drowning in water. And so there was this guy that did the video called Morbid. Who's in the death metal, heavy death metal. Who then these amateur sleuths targeted. He had right. to leave the country. They said that he was the one that killed her. Ter- like, do I believe that? No, no, no. I don't. Coincidence. Um, the allegations of murder against Morbid became so intense, he went on to release a video at the time proclaiming his innocence. And he was actually in Mexico, they said, when she went missing. Have, yeah, he had alibis. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. But it was he, the he whole... received death threats. It was bad. The whole documentary was kind of warped and, and odd. And but... it skipped back and forth. Yeah, it, it just, I don't know. So another theory is that she committed suicide. Right. And that's what they try to pin it on is that because you don't have to find a killer if she commits suicide. Exactly. And there's no lawsuits. The other was that someone from the hotel was in on it. Right. That theory is connected to the footage and the elevator that they still never explained in the documentary that was edited and skipped timelines. Right. 
it was as if someone removed footage from that elevator because it looked like she was talking to somebody yeah. or somebody was in it in the video or in the elevator with her and that they because they say the door out, was open it was it was stuck open she was walking in and out looking down the hall like someone was following her or like she was talking to someone she was acting very erratically and but she wasn't on her meds either so that could have been a contributing factor no one knows. I don't know if it was an inside job, but like you said, if it was a worker from the hotel, if the cops were in on it, who was in on it? And then the other theory is that there was a movie called Dark Water, which was a horror film, and everything that happened to Alyssa is what happened in this film. It's a Japanese film, wasn't it? Um, maybe it wasn't. Maybe, maybe I, can't I don't. Remember. I don't remember. But in the film, the body of the girl is found in a water tank on top of an apartment block after guests noted the water looked dark and tasted funny. Yeah. And the girl's name, the character's name in the movie was Cecilia, which is awfully close Just to the hotel's name. Hotel's name. So they're like, well, that was, you know, done on purpose. Mm -hmm. The next thing, which I thought was a crazy theory was that she was a tuberculosis study <laughs> and that she was to bring tuberculosis to Skid Row to alleviate the population in L.A. But that wasn't the truth either, because why would she go to San Diego for five days before that? I mean, it doesn't make, none of it makes sense. But the study found that this tuberculosis study's name of the study was called Lamb Alyssa. <laughs> it was weird. And her name was Alyssa, Alyssa Lamb. Lamb. And it was spelled exactly the same thing. So they speculated that she was to be used as a biological weapon. <sighs> and then there was the bookstore, right? right. What was yep. that theory? I don't Or that weird coincidence was that if you put the if you put the coordinates of the bookstore that she was in, she was seen last called the Lost Bookstore. Yeah. It came up the cemetery that she's now buried in in Vancouver, BC. Which makes no sense. I don't know. Too many coincidences, but no answers. So they believe that she had mental health issues. Yes. She bipolar or schizophrenia or something. So let's she take aside that. Let's, okay. let's take, she's not. Now we're going, okay. So she's crazy. Let's, let's go down. Maybe. No, let's go down the rabbit hole that she's not crazy. Okay. She's not crazy. Let's go down the rabbit hole that the hotel is haunted. Right. And that a ghost killed her or a demon or the dark energy killed her. Do you believe that that can happen? Absolutely. I don't believe. I, there's there's nothing I really don't believe. I mean, there's some things that are so far-fetched. But sure, she could have been possessed or pushed into something. Or she could have been on some kind of a drug. Or who knows what she got, either from the hotel, from somebody at the bookstore, friends, acquaintances. Because she was more or less trolling for people to taking what she called applications for meetups for meetups in LA, just strangers and who knows what could have happened or what anything's possible, but yeah. But do you know, so years ago mm -hmm. I had a hysterectomy <laughs> and in, I couldn't sleep right. in the hospital. I had a really hard time. I was there for like a week mm -hmm. and they decided because if I couldn't sleep, I couldn't heal. So they decided to give me Ambien right. and they gave me Ambien and didn't think anything of it. 
took the Ambien and I don't know how long after I had a man that came up to me mm-hmm. in the hospital that said that I needed to go find my family. My family was missing. They needed me and I needed to follow him. So I tore out all of my IVs <laughs> and I put on my robe and he said, the only way that I could find you guys is if I jumped out of the window. Great. So I climbed up on the windowsill <laughs> in the hallway And thankfully, a staff member by that time was going down the hallway. And thankfully, the windows didn't open. Right. But they were like, what are you doing? And I didn't, at that point, I didn't even know my name. Right. Thank goodness for armbands, right? Uh, Yeah. Didn't know my name. Didn't know anything. Except this man, this energy felt demonic or negative and i think that he wanted me to die yeah and i don't even think he knew who i was like i just think that that was feeding off of the energy so i ended up having what they call a sitter with me until the ambient got out of my system and then they explained everything to me you know what had happened but i can remember that incident and when i was watching her in the elevator mm-hmm. and i was watching you know the documentary it kept coming back to me about my experience so one was it medication that did it yes yeah but hand in it yes i think that also it created an awakening for a dark energy to come and try to take advantage of my in yeah. Her, your My vulnerability. vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. So I keep thinking that something, uh, like, there's some truths of all of everything that was being, except for the tuberculosis. Right. That um, makes sense. There's some truths of all of it that is in that. Do I think it's a cover-up with the cops? Mm, I don't think that they did everything that they could have or should have. And I I think that maybe they didn't have the resources to. Either. Right. They. I think they covered trying to cover their ass with the the whole water tower on the top of the building because they said they were up there and they looked around and they searched that and came up empty, but no one thought about looking in the tower. And the weird thing is, neither one, you or I, neither one of us knew what had happened to her watching this thing. And the first time they had an overhead view, like from a helicopter or whatever, of the top of the building, the first thing I thought of was, did they look in the water towers? There were four of them, water tanks. And but the and the only other way they said that she could have gotten onto the roof is through an outside stairwell that she had to climb out to of climb a window up, fire escape and go up. Because if she had come through the regular stairwell inside the hotel, there was an alarm on the door that would go off if she opened the door and it never went off. But when some of these cyber sleuths went there, these people on the internet and went there trying to investigate themselves. I guess they opened the door, pushed the door open, and the alarm didn't and go alarm off. Didn't so go off. who knows? And I, I do, I mean, this is why I work with the police on cold cases and missing persons cases and why I don't work with family members because all of these vigilantes, you know, they can create a lot of craziness yeah. with cases. And really stir things up. And, and, and ruin things as well. well. I mean, they ruined this guy's life. Sure. The the accusations. The musician. 
Well, just like we discussed last week with uh, Britney Spears' documentary, everyone's got an opinion with social media. Everyone's got a voice. They're hiding behind a keyboard. They can say or do whatever they want to do. And we're only given a portion of information. Even in this documentary, I was watching The Manager. Mm -hmm. And there's something I don't trust with what she was saying either. But it doesn't mean that she was connected to killing. No, she wasn't. But she was trying to either cover her own butt or the hotels, even though she didn't work there anymore. Right. Everyone had a voice. It was the head maintenance guy. And originally, I believe they said the tank was open or unlocked or unlatched or something. But then he changed the story and it was and shut. Said that, and then said that there wasn't any. So, but he was the one that found her. Right. When the water checking on the was water weird. when the water was really odd and dark colored and gross. So, you know, did they tell him, okay, now you have to say that? Who knows? Right. And that's just it. And it's a legit story and it's a legit documentary. I do believe Ron Howard was one of the executive producers of it. So, I mean, it wasn't anything fake or phony. Right. It was a real true thing. And, and again, nobody has the true answers. No one really knows unless she actually was killed and the killer knows, but who knows who, who was it? If that's the case, I don't think she committed suicide personally, but that's just my opinion. I don't either. And I, again, I don't like the blip of the timelines in the videos that were released. Because I said, why would she take her clothes off and throw them in the tank before jumping in herself? Because she was found naked in there. Well, they said and because they said, she had well, hypothermia and took them off right. when she was in there. Or it was weighing her down. Because the water levels in the tanks move up and down when they're using the water, I believe. Yes. So, you know, the water could have been low, could have been high. She couldn't get up to get to the latch. Who knows? She was missing for like three weeks. Though. I mean, it was it, it's a actually a disturbing documentary. Absolutely. You know, it's like watching Dateline or yeah, 2020 or, you know, one of these things that they have on every week on network television. It was, it's disturbing because it's, it's a living person. It's a family member's sister. It's a family member's daughter. Right. It's somebody's person. And they said that she was acting erratic. And it was likely due to she wasn't taking her medication. She wasn't taking her medication. She could have been on something else. She could have gotten something from somebody else in L.A. Who knows? She was a blogger. So people are completely evaluating all of her blogs. Right. Including that she was tired of taking the medication and feeling that way. And that she had made suicidal statements. Yes. Comments. And so I don't know. But I don't think she would have went all the way there. You know, to to end up killing herself. In such an obscure way. Right. I think that she was given something or she was, she was, she was um, drugged in some way. I do. That was my guess. That's what I thought too. But I don't know. So I've had people say, well, you want to investigate the hotel? And I'm like, no, no, not really. So they've rebranded it. Yes. So there is a stay on main. Yes. Is what it's called. And if you attempt to investigate or take photos, they now have police outside or security outside yeah. and they dismiss you. There's and cameras say, everywhere. Like, Keep going. So, so it's going to be both, is, or I shouldn't say going to be, it is being used as both a hotel and I think they said luxury apartments, but I don't know why I'd want to live there. 
I thought they said like a luxury hotel and then they had kind of like affordable apartments. or something that could have been. It. I think it's a flip. Regardless, there's apartments and hotel rooms in the building. Now. Yes. So, because we kept going, well, so they've got low apartments, right? Yeah. I think With the first couple luxurious of hotels. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily make. Especially just a block from Skid Row. So I don't understand that either. No. I mean, I wouldn't drive by the place just past it, let alone go inside of it. But we have. Yeah. But I mean, now I wouldn't go back to L.A. Well, I don't want to go back to L.A. anyway. No. It I, is. I mean, there have been so many deaths. I think there's something like, I want to say 20 documented. Okay, 16. I just found it. 16 sudden or unexpected deaths in or around the hotel and or connected to the hotel so it's earned the nickname the hotel death and um like this one a sergeant 1937 suicide by slit throat i don't think so no you're not gonna slit your own throat you might slit your wrist but i can't see you slitting your own 1938 throat. fell from building 1939 fell from building Push. 1940 ingested poison um Fell from building, fell from building, fell from building. That just sounds... Have you ever been pushed by an entity, by a negative energy? Yes. I have too. 1975, fell from building. 92, fell from building. 2015, fell from building. Mm. So I don't know. I think that there's something else going on there. Is it a person? Is it a dark energy? Is it both? It could be. The world may never know. And that is, so we, we're ending this with no answers either. <laughs> I just don't think that she took her life. I don't either. And that's my thing, but that's I'm not. Your consensus? Also, yes, but I'm also not going to go on the internet. We are Facebook. on the internet saying oh, that. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to type anything in and go to some blogger feed or whatever. No. No. Because no one really cares about my opinion or what I think anyway. Someone asked me, I'll give it. But. So the sordid history of the Death Hotel that we will not be checking in <laughs> at because you might never check out. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. So what other crazy thing am I going to start getting you watching? I have no idea. I don't Between know. these Hallmark movies and these <laughs> deadly documentaries and cooking shows. You I enjoy the cooking shows. Well, some of them I do. Shout out to my boy Guy Fier. Yeah. And he's doing <laughs> these ghost kitchens and none of them and are And none of them us. are near us, so we're out of luck. Yeah. For those of you that don't know Guy Fier, he's got ghost kitchens all over the country. And they're and not really only, haunted. They're not they're haunted. Not haunted. No. no, they're not that kind of ghost. It's just things that pop up. And we have four of them in the Metro Detroit area, none near us. And it's only for delivery. So I still don't know why we can't have them deliver to our car. I don't know. I'm going to look this up. You can look it up. Give them a call. Because you want macaroni and cheese. I don't know. Something. I, I want something that he's got. Those things is famous. We went to his restaurant in Vegas. Yes, we did. It was very good. We went both to his and to one of the Gordon Ramsay ones. And my money was on Guy. I I mean, the experience for both of them were, were pretty cool. Right. That was pretty cool. 
So what else happened this week? Nothing much, huh? Nothing much. We had snow. We had cold weather. Say yes to Michigan. Our son was sworn in. He is now a police officer. Yes. He's uh, super proud of him. Super proud of all of our kids. We saw our, yep, our grandson, little tiger. Yeah, he's now racing around. So he'll grab our fingers and take us for walks. Yes. So the fun's only beginning. (laughs) It's good. It's all good. Kid-proof the house. Oh, my gosh. Our house is so not kid-proof. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I'm looking around now and going, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I can already Hmm. see like 17 things I need to move. (laughs) Funny. So that is it. And we are ending February soon. Yes, we have one more week. And then. Of the shortest month of the year. The March March is on. March, March. So thanks for chatting with me on your birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. I apologize for not having it on Friday. I don't know what we've been doing. I don't know either. Slacking. Pretty much so. We were busy doing something and then we were eating and I don't know what the heck. <laughs> we, we eat every day. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> and then it was late at night and I was like, okay, we're not going to do it. And then the kids were over. Some of the kids were over yesterday for the big birthday soiree. For the festivities. And then today is the actual birthday. February 21st. Yeah. So. I know. I'm pretty excited. Here we are. I know. I'm sorry you're stuck with me. <laughs> it's not stuck, silly. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Thanks for joining us Thanks on for, the Robinette's Nest. Yes, we love you too. Let us know what you think. What you happens. think. Give us your opinions. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. Take care. Peace. Adios. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.